0: Science! With time! It's
1: time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast.
0: Can you dig it, dig
1: it sucker? It, <laughs> Grab a sense track, sit back and prepare to prepare a lab. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast, podcast, podcast. Grab a sense track, sit back and prepare to prepare a lab. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast. podcast. Grab a sense track, sit back to prepare to lab. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast. Sit back and prepare It's Joe podcast. podcast back and the back of the back of the back of the back of the the back the back of the back of back of the the back back
0: <laughs> so that's far pretty much that's pretty much what i pretty much wanted to share in that regards but uh, and i'll do seriousness honestly i'm feeling kind of good right at the moment having some time to myself going through it's kind of like one of those weird transitional periods you know where it's like i'm playing games i'm actually going through and bouncing off a couple of different ideas that i've been wanting to do because I've been waiting until this type of a moment so that I could try to execute on a new project that I wanted to start. You know, it's like when I try to think of projects, really, I kind of go through uh, kind of like a it's kind of like a process of elimination in my mind. Like, OK, what is something that I've always wanted to do? It's like and one of the things that kind of popped up in my head is I want to try to start speed running something or hmm. speed running a game. I've always have had the mind that I've wanted to play a game to an extent where I would know almost every little bit of details about it. I've been fascinated in terms of uh, watching speedruns go down. I mean, hell, one of my favorite, like, uh, events, you know, the Awesome Games Done Quick event, you know, with that, and the Summer Games Done Quick. I'm absolutely fascinated by how these people can go through speedrun-specific games that are either incredibly hard or... In some cases, of incredibly technical, and then just find little glitches, find little, like, inside, like, triviates and stuff like that in order to advance past a certain stage or access areas that they weren't able to to begin with. One case, an example is uh, I got done watching a series of playthroughs by one person. Oh, sorry about that. All of a sudden, my phone decided <laughs> to pop on with fucking Siri. I'm like, Really? (laughs) (laughs) Quit listening to my memos, Siri. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So basically, there's this one speedrunner that I was watching that it was recorded a couple months ago. She was going through all three of the Sonic the Hedgehog games, one after another, and it took her about two hours and 15 minutes to beat all three of the Sonic games. Now, granted, she has put in... I kid you not, maybe thousands of hours just trying to perfect perfect all these different games. So the first two Sonic games were fairly quick, like about half an hour to about 40 minutes. But in terms of the final game, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, my gosh, there is so much technical stuff that inside that game, which I wasn't even fully aware of, I mean, I've never beaten Sonic the Hedgehog 3 on the Genesis or on any type of platform, but the intricacies of the level design and plus the geometry of, like, How you can actually go through and bypass certain things like stages and stuff is incredibly complex. And they kind of go through some bits of the steps of what she is doing. Since she has like other commentators and stuff like that talking what exactly what she's trying to do on top of explaining to their Twitch chat and everything like how things are going. And, oh, man, let me just say, you know, it's like the boss battles, everything else about the game and stuff, all the little factoids and stuff. It's fairly interesting, that you have groups of people that have dedicated themselves to play one game and their sole purpose is to try to get the best times, learn the best skills and some. Just the whole point of it is to expand the enjoyment of the game past its limitations, you know? Kind of like, okay, what's this new strategy that's going to be coming up that's going to make this game being completed faster, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's been sort of like an interesting experience with that, which kind of led up to my kind of thoughts. It's like, you know what? I do want to in a game. But at the same point, it's like I, I have at a loss for what game I should try because, well, being that I'm getting close to what 32 or whatsoever, I've been gaming for a hell of a long time. It is going to be an incredibly hard process of elimination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, it's like I've just been playing little bits of like uh, Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal can yes. and that's just basically how my uh time has been going so how about you tyler
1: <laughs> uh about the same um i got my uh copy of doom digitally so like it came up at 11 o'clock um 11 p.m on thursday night and i was like i was sitting there with the timer up corny sitting there staring at me as i'm staring at the thing and i'm just <laughs> i'm just like giggling to myself i was like <laughs> and she's just like what have I done with my life this is, this is my life anyways um, I chose but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah no I've been doing the same thing uh, a lot of doom um, trying to stay inside uh, I was told gills for the show won't go into details but might have been exposed to the coronavirus a little scary to find that out yeah. so we are um, corny's job shut down for a month and then I'm I'm not going back to work for a few days, so uh, just trying to stay inside and not go crazy. So, uh, been playing a lot of Doom. We Watched a bunch of movies. Um, so yeah, it's been all right. And we, we, we you know, we're playing cards a lot too. Playing some domino. We bought some dominoes. Uh, spent a shit ton of money at the grocery store, you know. <laughs> uh, got toilet paper. That's good. Oh, there you go. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't say that on on, on the air because people might find out and figure out where i live now that that'd be bad um <laughs> the other day we got we were lucky and we found um two things of toilet paper and we, we came home and we were like bringing the groceries in we're outside and we live in an apartment she's just like man we got tons of toilet paper she yelled it kind of loud i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up
0: this <laughs> announcement to the neighborhood oh it's wow like, we got this pyramid of toilet paper and all the yeah cities. it's like
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah you might you might as well just say we got a million dollars in cash in the fucking in the closet right now okay like, i got a million dollars
0: in my pockets right now <laughs> yeah nobody steals
1: it <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to get a stabbed this is how we get stabbed so yeah um yeah so it's been a it's been an okay week it's been a crazy week it's been a, uh sometimes depressing sometimes anxiety real some, sometimes uh uh, pretty fun you go on there's, there's some good shit coming out of it you know Like you, know, you see some more of the shit like in Italy people doing opera and shit on the fucking balcony every night and the memes are pretty great memes are at peak but I think it's because everybody's at home making peak memes right now um,
0: god making like balcony sort of things singing to one another in their apartments flashing each other inside the apartments yeah. so it's kind of hilarious yeah
1: it's great like all these other countries look at and they're like doing all these cool like get together things here we are fucking fighting over goddamn toilet paper so I know uh, right yeah. Um America. America. <laughs> America yeah.
0: Where where a freaking ass wipe is more important <laughs> than what we eat.
1: <laughs> mhm. <laughs> and also not killing a, not killing people by exposing themselves to deadly viruses. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's been okay, you know. Like I said, just been chilling at the house a lot. The dogs are happy. They love it cuz they just oh, yeah. they want to cuddle and play and take them for a walk every day. So that's nice to just are walk around the park. Yeah, we have a we have a decent sized apartment complex. So, um, we take them for walks around there we're pretty dog friendly around here. So they love that going for walks and smell all the smells and shit. They haven't been able to smell since the winters. Cause it's been a, it's been a, you know, it's been a, it's been a winter. It sucks. Winter sucks. But, um, yeah, I don't know doing do, doing the odds and ends of that shit. So not, not too crazy. I mean, but that's life for the next, you know, few weeks, month, month, couple months, who knows, um, of everything, especially when there's no sports, to watch, but the cool, you know, there's some cool shit going on, you know, with like, uh, uh, like the, the movies, the movies that were in movie theaters, like now they're putting them. You can rent them for twenty bucks. Yep. So that's that's been pretty badass. Like I've been liking that a lot. Um, we ran a couple of those. Um, we watched Contingent the other day. It's the yeah. from like 2011. It's a movie about if a deadly virus <laughs> were to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm let's just watch like, a movie
0: about that. Let's get it take our minds off the world at hand and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. it's a virus we, movie. We got
1: like halfway through this movie and like this is I mean it's not super realistic because like that one was like way more deadly virus and it leads to like apocalyptic like last of us style without the zombies. Oh, um God. but I'm just like, man, this is hitting a little harder than I thought it would. <laughs> like I was just like I was watching kinda I was like, I was watching it kinda sarcastically, you know, whatever. And it, it's like actually been like one of the most watched shows like movies and stuff like non new releases for a couple months now in like the united states like a lot of people are renting it and shit like that so i'm like ah, fuck it let's rent it and like i heard it's actually supposed to be a pretty good movie i'm just like it's a pretty good movie but it's just like too soon do you want to complete this Do
0: you want
1: to watch this yeah yeah i'm just like what's what's up what you want to watch shrek let's watch shrek that's way funnier let's do that on the so, end of the
0: cleanser after this, let's put on the Care Bears movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's not, we're here soon. We're gonna run out of shit to watch. That might be I might be un- often just
0: start showing her like movies of your youth.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, well, i have been trying to get to watch Space Jam for over a year now, and it's oh, just it's not working. Christ. I love Space Jam. It's a great movie. Oh
0: no, it's oh, a great good, movie.
1: I got the soundtrack of that damn movie too. <laughs> dude, I do too. That was <laughs> I love my that first. soundtrack, Dude, <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. I know. I bought it again on iTunes. Like. Five years ago, it's fucking god, brilliant. I, I've
0: had my fucking copy of let like Space Jam that uh, album for like oh god, it's gonna be since like the mid two thousands. I like, got it like new at a fucking Walmart, and I'm like, nice. Oh god.
1: I remember I I probably told a story long before, but like I I remember when like CD players were like kind of like became affordable, like yeah. the mid nineties. And my parents bought me a CD player and they bought me two albums. They bought me The Queen's greatest hit album, which oh. is I think a, the main reason why they're probably my favorite band of all time. And they bought me the Space Jam soundtrack. Oh. And they bought me a Space Jam on VHS. So like yeah. yeah. So that's a big reason why I still love that movie. But, oh man, it's so good. Dude,
0: that's so good. that's a hell I, I, of a lot. Listen to it. Dude, that's a hell of a lot better of a freaking gift when uh <laughs> when you got your first CD player. You know what happened when I got my first CD player? You want to know the albums that my mom and them getting me?
1: What? Fleetwood Mac It's Fleetwood Mac It's 1998 Mac, isn't it? Oh fuck I'm sorry
0: What's the most popular music At the time Sync. That's one
1: Uh huh Backstreet Boys
0: And that's the other Yeah
1: <laughs> You know what I'm not gonna make fun of you Cause I had both those albums I got both those albums That year for Christmas too But there's I'll nothing tell wrong with you that.
0: what My first actual album album That I got That I still have To this very day Is Santana Supernatural That's pretty good What
1: the that balances it out.
0: I got it at a Costco. I've had that freaking CD ever since and that is an amazing album from beginning to end.
1: <laughs> no, I yeah, no, it's a good album. But uh no. I mean, but there's nothing wrong with InSync Backstreet Boys like I'll also no, no. fucking break it on down to a goddamn I want it that way. I don't fucking care. I'm not <laughs> sure. My first my first concert ever and I've probably so I've I know I've told this before. InSync.
0: Man, I'll tell you what, man. First concert I think I've ever gone to Oh, God, it was for a acapella group, and that was in high mm. school, and they were called Ball in the House, and okay. basically, okay. They, were, they weren't too bad. I actually sang along with them, too, in terms of uh, nice. my choral group at the time, and this was like back in the mid-2000s, so I had both, of, I had like two other albums and stuff, and uh, basically it went through, and I was in a jazz ensemble group at the time as well in high school, so it's like, did a little bit of like singing this and that, but uh, yeah, they're it was fun. They were kind of impressed the way I was getting into the music and stuff. But uh, <laughs> you just see I mean, like, fun uh, fact. high school Gables going through and just like breaking it down. <laughs> I'd,
1: I'd love to see that. Fun fact, I was the sixth NSYNC, uh member that night at that concert.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I was not. He just Gables taught me once again on first concert. I was in the I was in the concert. So I'm like, fuck, I got to top him somehow. <laughs> I, I danced with Justin Timberlake. Ha <laughs> ha. Lance oh Bass, my god. best friends. But dude, still that's, talk. He's, I get, I get Christmas card from Lance Bass every year.
0: <laughs> get a Christmas card from Lance Bass every year. He's like, I'm from space. like hey Todd, I wish you were here. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh.
1: good friends, Mari Lopez.
0: Oh my god!
1: Say by the Bell. For people I don't know,
0: <laughs> which is probably a lot of our audience.
1: AC <laughs> uh, Slater, AC Slater, AC Slater. Wow, fuck that up. Oh man. Always a big Slater guy. Fuck Screech.
0: Oh, oh What
1: are we God. what are we doing here, man? Dude, I have no freaking clue. All
0: I'm just all I know right now is that probably a bunch of our freaking fan base that are listening that are probably inside their early twenties, like, what the fuck is a save by bell? Yeah.
1: What the fuck is sync? What's a what is a Lance Bass?
0: And so they're gonna go on the Google images. It's like, oh, that's what it
1: is. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not a, that's not a person that he should be bragging about. Why is he bragging about that, people? Why is he bragging about dancing with with Lance Bass? That's not good.
0: Well, the average you... the average listener of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast is just like just trying to research the terms that we're coming up with and stuff. I'm sort of a pop culture like we're some sort of ancient dude. you know, just like the. <laughs>
1: The the average listener is like fast forwarding until they get to the doom part. That's probably what they're doing. Oh, like, probably. The what the, they're still talking about Lance Bass. It's seventeen minutes <laughs> in. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Uh,
1: good times, man. Good times. This is what happens when you're been quarantined in the house and you only get to talk to like three people. Oh god. Every fucking week is you're just so excited to talk to somebody else. You're just talking about like fucking Lance Bass. So <laughs> I might at the good. end of this podcast I might be talking to Lance Bass. Who knows? <laughs> It'd be good times. Good times. But uh, anyways, ah, <sighs> gaming podcast. This is what we do here. Um, uh, what what do we want to do here, Gil? Do you want to do news? Do we want to we want to do uh, some gaming shit first. Let's go playing? ahead
0: and just do our gaming stuff, you know, because I think that's much All more right. exciting to talk about right in this moment.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. So we both played Doom, so we'll talk about that in a second. All right, but you have been playing uh, playing Animal Crossing, so tell me yep. about that.
0: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. When I got my games last Friday. it was such a fun thing because it's like i started that friday i think it was that friday uh, evening that friday night or whatsoever and so basically what animal crossing is in another is in a nutshell it's kind of basically kind of like a relaxing sort of uh it's sort of like a home simulator what i mean by that is like it's kind of like that kind of lax game that you want to play in between when you're playing another big major game which is why I bought both Animal Crossing New Horizons and Doom Eternal at the same time. Because I figured, okay, if I want to go down and after I'm done slewing like hordes of demons and this and that and stuff like that, I want to go through and I want to play something like a palate cleanser. And so here I am playing some Animal Crossing. So for this game, it's different than what was a New Leaf. Because a New Leaf, you were the mayor of this particular town. But now you are on a like deserted island, pretty much. So Tom Nook and all of his other friends, uh, misfits and crazies, established themselves mm-hmm. over in this like this sort of uh like this island getaway sort of package. And so here you are, you come to the island, you sign up for the whole thing, and your responsibility as the representative of your island, which I appropriately gave the nickname to my island, the Falcor Island, <laughs> and uh, I quintessentially. I'm responsible to go through and collect things like bugs, fossils, resources, and everything else in order to create different types of buildings, like, say, to create different shops, do a whole bunch of different, like, uh, tasks and stuff like that to complete the uh, museum aspect because there is this one villager by the name of Blathers who is an owl who collects everything from fossils. He assesses the fossils first before you give them to him. But he accepts donations of fish and insects, and he really hates his insects apparently. And uh, when it comes to the main hook of this game, is something called Nook Miles. Now, inside of the game, you're constantly doing something that's beneficial. And what I mean by that, if you're, you can go through if you're catching bugs, catching fish. Hell, even if something is like spending bells in order to buy something, it all counts towards specific categories inside of your Nook Mile, like achievement sort of like list sort of things. So as you're going through and completing these basic like goals and everything, and a lot of the same ones I will say right now do repeat themselves, it gives you that feeling of satisfaction because you're accomplishing this, and every time you accomplish something, you get a set amount of Nook Miles that gets added on to your total. And so what do you use these Nook Miles for? So apparently you can use it for a couple of different things. One, you can go through and replenish them to buy specific types of guides in order to expand your inventory slot, make things more convenient for you to switch between your tools, which I've gotten both of those already. (laughs) And in terms of, say, getting a ticket, like an island resort sort of ticket so that you can also get flown out by the AF... I think it was, like, the AFL or something like that. This animal, like... This, like, freaking, uh... This airline thing's conducted by these two, like, uh... I think they're called... I think they're pelicans or something like that. That are, like, flight attendants or whatsoever. The pilots that fly across and stuff to deserted islands. And so, basically, why you do that is they take you to these specific spots where you're going to get resources that are not present on your island. Say, like, new villagers you can recruit... Like, new types of flowers, animals, fruit. I started off with my island with just having pears. And honestly, after going through a couple of these islands, now I have a bunch of coconuts. And my trees are... they take a few days to grow. And so, uh, I got coconuts. And then on top of that, inside the mail, I end up getting, like, from the, uh, the mom character, I think, inside the game. that she sends you, like, this letter and stuff and attaches a bunch of oranges. And so I'm like, okay, I got three types of fruits now. I need to get some more fruits. I need to get some more things, because <laughs> quintessentially, if you get other fruits, if you try to like get other fruits from like other places, you could use that to sell again more bells and just create sort of like a more financial of like resource. So, quintessentially, what animal, <laughs> what pretty much Animal Crossing New Leaf is in a nutshell is like a it's pretty much a game of resource management, kind of similar to that what you would do for a Stardew Valley, like a Harvest Moon. The things that are different about this game, it feels more accessible. It feels more of a big old accomplishment every time that I freaking go through and sell something to Tom Nook or if I buy something. Case in point, if I'm going through and I'm creating something at Tom Nook's craft table, every time that I complete an item, him and his son keep on applauding me like <laughs> every time I create things. You know? it's, They're
1: just wonderful it's, people.
0: It's not just that, though. It's, it's just those little quibs, you know? Those little quibs, that little happiness quibs and stuff like that that kind of like encourage you to go through and create more you know and do more inside that game at this point this feels much more exciting than what i was playing through with new leaf and i'll tell you what animal crossing new leaf was not a bad game at all as a matter of fact it was far from it i spent a good solid 50 hours playing that game and there was a bunch of the same thing that i was doing there but it does not have that sort of achievement sort of system like the nook mile things do i mean you could go through and collect fruit You can go through and like craft more weapon, not weapons, (laughs) weapons in Animal Crossing. That would be (laughs) awesome.
1: Isabel just walk around the BFG.
0: Oh my god! Well, (laughs) she got to take care of those tarantulas somehow. Uh Anyway, (laughs) a little bit
1: overkill, but you know whatever. But
0: I'll tell you what, you can actually get hurt inside of this (laughs) game to the point where you can actually, if you actually get hit by something, like say a tarantula get bit by one of them, you actually die and go back to a specific point, like say like to your house or to Tom Nook's residence. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Oh my gosh. I'll tell you what though. The tools, there are three types of like tools, like flimsy to more like a stone type of like, uh, tools. And then you have the best ones apparently so far. And I'll tell you what, I'm going through a lot of tools. I'm going through and I'm breaking a whole lot of tools. And what's kind of funny is that the game also keeps track of how many tools you break. And they kind of increase the meter and they give you more points based upon how much you're using and, like, abusing. (laughs) (laughs) And what's kind of funny is there's actually this like, little bits of, like, uh, hidden secrets as well that you're not going to know. Like, for example, if you go through and take your shovel and start hitting these big old boulders and stuff like that in a sequence and stuff, you can actually get all these resources like these, like... These iron nuggets, these clays, these little bits of rocks that you can use for resources. And uh, you can actually use them to help build, like, other, like, shops and stuff. Like, today I just got done, like, I just got done just going through and creating the Nook Boys as, like, a shop. So they're going to be having that hopefully probably by tomorrow, if not maybe maybe Thursday or whatsoever. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what. The more I play of Animal Crossing New Horizons, the more I'm finding to enjoy about it. And I'll tell you what, this is the type of game that I could sink a lot of time into. And I will probably sink a lot of time into this. I mean, hell, if I can go and take a game like Fire Emblem, three houses, and spend almost about 170 hours playing that damn game through three separate playthroughs, a game like Animal Crossing, with that type of, like, much stuff to do? Oh, shit. Here we go's the neighborhood. (laughs) But, uh, oh, let's see. But what's one thing I've been noticing is not just myself, but a whole hell of a lot of my friends have been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. From, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And most of them are girls, and it's kind of hilarious. Not nice. not to not say anything bad or anything about it. I'm just kind of noticing a lot of them. I just noticed a lot of the people that I mostly come into contact with, yeah, There's a lot of guys that have been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, say, on my friends list and stuff, for the Switch, and this and that. And then a lot of girls that I know in real life and stuff like that, they've been playing a lot of it as well. But I've been... It's not that... It's not that the fact that it's a bad thing. Actually, it's a very good thing. Because I love how diverse... Actually, how much this game has actually influenced people to go out and buy it. Because this game is, like, one of the very few that will bring in everybody in terms of like the enjoyment and the fun fact, fun factor and stuff but you know what's kind of funny is a whole bunch of my friends too have been trying to skip around days with the switches internal clock and try to do that and i actually warned one friend over her discourse like you know what i know you you're gonna burn out and she's like nah it's like yeah you're gonna burn yourself out (laughs) because uh here's the thing the type of the type of gamers that go through the Animal Crossing and stuff, they're going to burn themselves out a hell of a lot quicker if they're going to zoom past days and stuff like that and then try to just speed up the process. Because a lot of the things about Animal Crossing New Horizons is it takes a good solid couple days in order to sometimes get things going to that extent. It's more or less the type of game where, hey, you want to complete your daily goals, you want to do this and that and stuff. Hey, that's fun. That's okay. But come back to it later. There's no stress to get everything else like gone through quickly or this or that. And then you have the people that play like, the opposite reason that want to speed through everything in order to try to get all the little goods as fast as they can. You know, it's an instant gratification thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get that. Like, what's like, hey, let's try and play through this game. Like, like I, I mean, I understand like you, I get to a little sense where like there's only so much you can do a day and you want to keep playing. But it's like, I don't, I don't just understand like especially speed racing to the end
0: dude, especially when there is no end to this type of a game. Yeah.
1: But I mean like speed race through, like you get all, you, you collect everything and like, well, I mean, there is credits. I, I've heard that there people have like said that you can, there's credits. There's credits. So inside of yeah. Products. So yeah. So something happens. I don't know how you get there, obviously, cause I didn't play the game. Um, I'm definitely in one of those cases where like, I have that FOMO that's fear of missing out. Yeah. Uh, of people I don't know. Um, Right I get that a lot with games, and I've tried to be better about that. Like, where I like, I'm, I'm like, I know I'm not gonna like this game, but I buy it anyways, and I play it for a couple of hours, and I just stop playing it. And I know that's gonna be the case with this game, but fuck, man, I really want to play this goddamn game. <laughs> like, oh god damn it! I'm gonna, uh, like, I, but I know god. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna play it for like four or five days, for maybe an hour or so a day. I'm like, what the? I'm sitting there, like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't want to do this shit in real life. Why the fuck am I doing on this game?
0: <laughs> like,
1: the game does I, something
0: I, that that uh, in real life. I wish I would have more motivated and stuff to do. It actually makes it work and more enjoyable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Knowing my luck, because I'm really bad at like cleaning and just wanting to do things um, around the house. Like, will get me on a lot like about like, hey, can you like vacuum or something like, or pick up your area at least? Like there's wrappers and there's cups and shit. Can you at least pick it up? Like, if she sees me do that shit in a fucking video game, my ass is grass. Okay. So (laughs) like, I can't play this game around her. So, I can't even play Doom around her because she makes fun of me the whole fucking time. Because I'm like, fuck, shit, damn it. So I, I can't even do that. Like I know for a fact, this is just I'm just asking for trouble at that point. So, like, fuck that, you know, <laughs> fuck that. But I don't know. Like I know it's 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 really cool. Like I love seeing that. Like you don't see that too often with games. Like you see like, you know, like maybe once a year like ah, oh, like there's a good chunk of your like your people like tw- like the way my twitter and shit and like even like facebook to a certain extent is designed like we're like oh like a lot of people are like oh a good chunk of people are like talking about God of War or whatever yeah. but it's just like no like i everybody is talking this about animal crossing like, like people awesome i didn't even know play games yeah That's... like there's people I didn't even know play video games are talking about animal crossing I'm just like, yeah. I spent 15 hours a day playing Animal Crossing. I'm like, what? I've you play games?
0: I've gotten <laughs> like, really. So many, I've gotten like so many like uh, responses in terms of people in real life, and also in terms because everybody found out at work that I, I wanted to get Animal Crossing: New Horizons that I want to go through and like get Doom Eternal and stuff. And I have people literally just like saying it's like, man, I'm looking forward to playing Animal Crossing as well. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Then all of a sudden, the people that I would not expect say, hey, I want to play this too. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like that type of it's that wholesome togetherness that I love about the Animal Crossing community. Cuz yeah. the thing about it is it's it's basically a game for almost everyone where it's open-ended you don't have to race through everything. It's more or less like, hey, do you want to go through and create specific things and model a town or something or an island after what you want? It's like you can do that. You can create the jingle for your island. You can do that. You want to go through and then like have an app where you can design your own clothes and all the other types of pic- pixel stuff, which, by the way, I did that. I actually That's fucking through- sweet. I love dude, that stuff. Dude, I actually got the app from Tom Nook that allows me to create my own pixel designs. And that photo I put on Facebook, that painting, of that Tanuki Mario, I made mm-hmm. that.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: I love I love seeing like some some people did like the the painting from Ghostbusters Two, oh is in God. there. Like there, there's some like oh. I've seen a lot of cool shit people post.
0: Oh man, you are gonna love the pixel stuff I'm gonna be coming up with, dude. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> mm. There's a project I'm working oh. on right now, but it's a little bit like detailed, so I'm taking my time with it.
1: Yeah, that's badass. I like, I love that shit. Like, the the stuff coming out of it. And like, that's that's like that's the thing. I'm like, I'm that's like making a little harder. Like right now, It's was just like, fuck, man. Like, it's so cool. Like, it, it's not just like er, this is a great game that everybody's talking about. It's just the game that's like it's a great game and it's so fucking positive. And like especially now with everything that's it, going on in the world. Oh yeah. Like I like oh man that'd be fucking great. Like this
0: game fucking, released at uh, the right time for everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I'm playing Doom, where like the Earth is destroyed, and I'm just like, "Huh, <laughs> like, damn." <laughs> I mean, obviously, different equations. One's hell on Earth. The other one is well, I guess the other one's like hell on Earth too. But um, just people suck. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, man. It's just you need that positive vibes in the world right now, and it's well, like no it's cool, like you do. going on Twitter and Facebook, and you're seeing like. All these people, like the shit they made and like the stupid things they're doing and they're like with their, their islands. I'm just like, God damn it, I want that, you know?
0: Oh, no shit.
1: Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I'm jelly.
0: Extremely. <laughs> but honestly, other than that, I played a little bit of Dead by Daylight this morning. Oh, okay. And so basically, I sort of like, I'm uh, at that role and stuff where I've actually been watching one of these YouTubers and stuff play through dead by daylight i've been uh, going on her stream and stuff i'll give her a little bit of shout out she is like uh she goes on twitch by the name of at the virtuosa and she's Mm -hmm. really fun she has a group of her friends or something like that that she loves playing dead by daylight and she plays that she plays call of duty modern warfare and stuff but uh she has been on twitter you know like uh going through and liking a lot of my comments about dead by daylight and this and that and that's what got me a little bit interested in checking out your stream and so i've been doing that but uh the reason why i wanted to bring up a little bit of dead by daylight is i've just been playing a little bit more of it on the ps4 there's actually rumors nice. and possibilities that the game could possibly be cross compatible you know across platform hmm. so Kinda i would cool. like that especially if as a matter of fact, I could probably transfer a lot of my data from Steam onto the fucking PS4 because I am not going to re-level up every single character that I got on Steam. <laughs> I put 80 yeah. hours in that damn game. I'm not going to go <sighs> through and freaking, like, redo a lot of that same crap because the game developers don't want to freaking flip the Switch. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think the, the cross, like, what is that called? Like, when you can, like, take over your, your stats or anything. Like, I'd rather have, if I can choose between one or the other, like, I'd want to have that. Yeah. Than like the crossplay.
0: Oh yeah, no sure. shit. No shit. But what I will say is like I've had a match today and I actually uploaded a clip clip on it to uh Twitter. And I'm sure you probably can track this down though. This is like about a minute and a half, right? So okay. I start this game, and me and this me and my teammate are some working on a generator. And so I see a Michael Myers player coming towards us. And so I go through it, I sneak across, right? And so, basically, I see him getting chased by this Michael Myers, and I wait over there. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait over here by this pallet, because as soon as he comes over there, I'm going to go through, and I'm going to let him have it with his pallet. And so, basically, I'm in the middle right here, right? And so, my teammate goes behind me. He knows I'm there, and he flips down the goddamn pallet and pushes me right in front of the killer. And so, the killer stops dead in his tracks. He looks at me. I look at him, and I do the motion, and I point to my teammate, and I just run to the left, And as soon as I did that, the killer went towards my teammate and fucking took him out and hooked him. (laughs) And you know the most hilarious part about that match? I actually worked with my other teammates and we escaped from that match. (laughs) I got about a good solid 20,000 freaking blood points throughout that damn thing. And what did my teammate do? He got hooked twice and he disconnected. He fucking quit Hmm. the match. Well, if you're not a dick to your teammates, maybe you wouldn't be getting toxic hung.
1: (laughs) Team, teamwork makes the dream work.
0: No shit. But I just wanted to go through and just, like, uh, put that up into view because I thought that was pretty hilarious. Other than that, you know, I had a bunch of, like, killers, like, today that were just basically just being assholes, you know. Had one extent where, like, uh, a spirit player knocked me down. I was the last person, you know, like, alive and stuff. And he let me crawl all the way and stuff like that until, like, for a good solid minute or two, I'm like, dude, you could have just picked me up and hung me and I just got that game over with. But no, he had to go through and try to rub in my face a little bit, you know, just kind of toxic people in general. Yeah, I mean, I survivors that. and killers do that in this online game, but at the same point, I'm like, dude, it's a fucking game. You don't have to raz people. You don't have to be a complete dick about it. But, at the same point, it does sometimes, it feels funny just to go through and just, like, <laughs> shove it into people's so face. Like, hey, you want to be toxic about this? Here you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Karma's a
0: bitch. But, uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Doom Eternal.
1: Fucking Doom Eternal, baby. Let's talk about it. Where are you at? I want to know where you're at. How far are you in this?
0: I'll be perfectly honest with you, man. Between work that I was doing and a little bit of Animal Crossing, I have played through the entirety of like the first level of Doom Eternal.
1: You fucked up life, but... people. Come on now. God <laughs> dude, damn
0: it. Dude, I have been playing it. It's not like I haven't been playing it because I know you'd be on my ass if I hadn't even touched it yet. You son but, of a bitch. But, no, no, dude. But that's the thing about it. I've played through the first level in regards to that, and I've been checking out a lot of the codex stuff, and I took my time with this damn level. Oh, yeah, I've been doing, be doing the same thing, the, too. Yeah. Reading the codex, going through, checking out the items and stuff, and there's so many different difficulty levels to start out with. And you can oh, actually, yes, there is. Dude, not only that, but there is so... There's actually a checkpoint where you can go way back to the beginning of the damn level so you can get all the little intricacy, little like uh, collectibles and this and that <coughs> before we yeah. even end the damn thing. Oh, I love my that. God. I haven't even gotten any of the toys yet from that damn stuff. But uh, what makes me so excited about playing this game and why I've been loving my experience so far is it's just the fact that I got so many options to do these like these execution style kills and stuff. Like say for the Kako Demon, right? That big old mm-hmm. floating mass and stuff like that. It literally yes. tells you like, hey, if you toss a grenade into its mouth, or even like go through bomb. And, like a sticky bomb inside the damn thing's mouth. It'll go through and flash stuff like that, and you can go through and execute it, take its eyeball, shove it down its throat, do all this random stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's fantastic about this game so far, it's like it gets you inside this big old adrenaline rush, even more so in the beginning part of uh, Doom 2016. And it's awesome. You see have these groups of 40 or 50 enemies just like crowding towards you. And the biggest surprise about this game, even from like powering off from the get-go, HDR compatible. Right from the yes. get
1: Oh my God, it's beautiful. I
0: saw that pop up, and I saw how smooth the game was going, even on my 4K TV. And even though my console isn't like complete 4K, it's up res to it. But at the same point, the game looks gorgeous. There's so much of this dystopian stuff, you know, all this like massive like like Armageddon style things on Earth. But man, I love the cutscene that I got through so far by going through the first level with those three like. Uh, oh my God these three hell priests and stuff like that. And then yes. you take on the first hell priest and you rip off his head. And all of a sudden they're like, how did a human get inside here? He just tossed the damn skull over to them. It was like, Oh, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> I love when you when you cut his head off and you fix his crown. So it's straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like little things like that. I love
0: <laughs> it's that type of absurdity. I'm loving about it because it's like, I can tell it took so much time adjusting the little details about this game. Just from, like, the little quirks, like, like Master Chief adjusting the freaking, like, crown and stuff on the, the freaking Hell Priest's head. And even so much of, like, how, unlike Doom 2016, you can actually, it, I think this is how you do it. You can actually go through to the different types of bots, and you don't have to spend points in order to upgrade for, like, mods. You can actually just unlock some of the mods just from the get-go, apparently. Like, one or twice or something. Man... I'm not too sure about that, but from what I've played through so far, it kind of felt like the case where I went through one of those little, like, bots and stuff that have, like, the the modifications for your weapon. Choose that. And then I did the same thing, like, with the assault rifle sort of weapon and stuff. But uh, I can tell you what, man. It's like, even though I'm going through and uh, I'm using my chainsaw to replenish ammo and everything else, I'm running out of ammo a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: No, that's that's definitely – I've definitely had a few cases where, like – I've ran out of ammo and I don't have any like there's no more like the the guys you just the the, the people are just there. You you used to replenish your health and ammo and I'm like there's no more round and I'm like I'm I got like three shotgun shells left and nobody to like I can easy kill for fucking ammo. So it's like, well, guess I'm gonna die. <laughs> like I gotta die, oh and it's all over again.
0: I'll tell you what though, I haven't died yet playing this game, but what's kind of hilarious about this, it's like Oh I have been inside situations where I've been at low health or almost next, like, the nun and stuff, and all of a sudden I just use my chainsaw, get my health back up, and all of a sudden I just start going through, and the best part about what I've played through so far is there's so many different ways to tackle these big old hordes of enemies, from, like, the whole shooting up points of, like, the launchers and this and that, and then, like, finding a whole bunch of the random secrets... But one thing I've been trying to get adjusted to is using the R three button or to attach those stupid like climbs and stuff. Because my instinct is okay, jump on it, I'll automatically get to it. But if you do that, you're gonna fall down. (laughs) So it's like R three, stick to it, and it's like yeah.
1: No, that's definitely been like I'm like on level six or seven right now, and that's still a frustration point to me. Because if you dash into it, you automatically grab it. So there's times I've dashed, but I didn't dash far enough, so I didn't automatically grab it. So then I fall and I die, and I'm like fuck, and I got this whole guy like. That that's like my one like thing I really don't like about this game is they've definitely put a lot more emphasis on the platforming, and like I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. It's definitely a part like where everything else about this game is perfect, and that part stands out to me. Like it's 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 okay. I mean, yeah, there
0: were certain platforming elements inside of Doom twenty sixteen, and they were okay. Yeah, inside of what I played in Doom Eternal so far, in regards to platforming, it's been okay as well. I definitely have to get used to the whole pressing the R3, attaching yourself to climbable things, but that's just like a little minor detail that I can think of personally. On top of that, you know, it's like, it really feels different just going on top of, like, say, the Earth and doing this and that and stuff instead of being, oh, God, like, transferring between, like, a big old space station instead of Duke 2016 and all of a sudden the remnants of hell. It just feels like that uh, the open-endedness of, like, being on side of, like like, a big old... I think it was like a city or something, or a base, an army base, or something like that. And you're just outside. It just feels kind of weird to me. So all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah.
1: Right.
0: But uh, but yeah, I haven't account I haven't even encountered any types of relics yet, or a bunch of like the uh, different types of uh, toys that I know are hidden throughout. I know there's like probably two toys that are hidden throughout. Yeah, each like level.
1: every level has like twenty hidden things you can find.
0: Let me ask you though, have you beaten this game yet?
1: No, I don't, I'm I'm I'm. I don't know how far I am. I'm definitely on, like, level, I'm on like level 6 or 7. I don't know how many levels there are, but I feel like I'm halfway, if not three-quarters of the way. Through. Dude,
0: I, I get the feeling this is going to be a long-ass game. Yeah,
1: I've heard it's, like, 20 hours to beat this game, and I, I'm taking my time, too, because I'm, I'm trying to find everything. In the, I'm at least trying to find all the upgradable stuff, because there's a lot more upgradables. Like, there used to be just upgrade your weapons and upgrade your suit and how much you can carry stuff, things exactly. like
0: that. You know, the thing I love most about... One of the things I love about this game, you know, is, like, the lore... The story elements mm-hmm. of it—you take your time and you read that stuff. It's very fascinating, and I don't understand yeah. why they couldn't go through and explain, like a lot of the different stuff inside, maybe various cutscenes or this and that. But then again, the main focus of what they were trying to go through is fast-paced action, like Doom is known for, without a lot of dialogue going through it. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and I—I I agree. Like, I'd love to have more of that, but I get like it's a—it's a tough balance where it's like I want to like I like to have that in front of me more so than like me have to go like make sure I go read these codexes and stuff like that but I'm the same way I've been stopping and reading all the codexes to learn all the shit about yeah. what's going on what's happening but yeah I love it like to like be able to just like can keep going and like but also knowing like but like I said it's tough balance you know it's like do you want to listen to, you know, voice recordings while you're fighting? You know, like, you don't want that because you're, like, trying to... It's distracting. So, I, I get, like, they're in a tough balance of, like, if you... Re- like, the main shit, it's right there for you. Like, we're going to talk to you about it. But if you want to know everything else that's going on, read the codexes. Which I'm fine with. Like, I, I, like Right, right. I think that, I think this is the better of the two options. Rather than having a 10-minute cutscene, just have more gameplay. Yeah, that is and the then better option. spend 10 minutes reading this instead. Um, so, yeah, but, like, no, I... I love this one a lot more because, like, the con or the the platforming, I'm not loving, but it's it's not that big of a deal. But like, I'm loving this one a lot more. Like, they talk about the first, like, the first game, like, just Doom in general. It's like, it's uh, it's like first person shooter chess, and it's like you, you gotta. It's more, it's more strategy. It's not like a Call of Duty or anything like that where it's like, all right, well, shoot this guy, duck, shoot this guy. Oh, I'm about to die, duck, hide, and wait. But it's it's the oh, same. it's no. It's faster. Like the first game we always talk about you stop, you die. And that's a big thing about this game is that you just gotta keep moving no matter what. It's fucking cocaine gaming is what it is. And but like, I like people know how don't intelligent
0: this game is too. Yeah,
1: it, it's not like just mindless shooting. Like it's like oh, no. you like you learn like to like and they tell you like they kinda of throw it in your face too, but like you learn to like like the first game you can just like and even they even talked about it. It was kind of fascinating. I listened to like some uh one of the main directors of the of the game um, he like did a couple podcasts. I was listening to him talk about because I was just it was like I've seen a couple of the documentaries about Doom 2016 and stuff like that. And they about like like the the biggest issues they found with the first game was a lot of people just you got the double shotgun and eighty percent of the game you're just going through with the double shotgun and yep. killing people and that was it. And it's like in this one, like you can still kind of do that if you want, but like there's a lot more but you can be a lot better if you like mix it up a little bit more. And that's something I've like that's the thing I did in the first game was like I'd say half the time I was using the shotgun and the other half I was like I, I was switching I had like three or four main weapons that I stuck to and then I think I had uh, like once about, I ran out
0: I think uh, in terms of doom 16 I think I have like two weapons I switched across maybe the third one being like uh, the the goss rifle and stuff like that but yeah, 2016, that was, yeah that yeah the doom 2016 it was like shotgun double, like super shotgun and then like the Gauss plasma rifle. cannon
1: yeah. yeah yeah same yeah I, I get that because that was kind of like those are like, the most powerful weapons and this one it's like like the weapons are built to tackle certain enemies. Oh, yeah. They even tell you you go look in the codex. like, hey, this enemy is weak to this, or like some enemies have like shields, and it's like if you use the plasma cannon on them, it, you shoot the and you shoot the shield down with this with the plasma cannon, it'll actually cause an explosion and it'll kill enemies around them. And it's like there's fighting strategy, and like now enemies have weak points, so it's like yep. the the like so the cock demon, like you could shoot you can shoot grenades in his mouth, and it'll blow up, and you get a pretty much almost an immediate, immediate glory kill. Um, the other ones you can shoot off like the the spiders, you can. Uh, shoot off their cannons and like uh, uh, I can't I I'm, I'm blinking all of the, the demon's name but the ones that like, fly around they have two rockets on their arms or on their shoulders you can oh, shoot God. the you can shoot the rockets off and they have to become melee people it's like so now it's like you're in this big fight and there's a bunch of people around you it's like well okay so I I want to make this up more a little more up close I don't want to get attacked from afar so you go and you just run up and you you shoot you take those you take out their their long distance cannons and then you take out the guys in front of you because now he's a melee guy same with the spiders and it's just like it's totally become a different game where it's like now i'm constantly switching between weapons i'm like i'm looking i'm it's almost like um almost like when i play madden in a way where it's like when i before the play before like i I start to play i zoom out i read the defense i'm okay so i have a general idea i'm gonna okay this guy's playing press conference this guy's playing uh he's playing off a little bit all right well i'll switch it up so i have an idea when i'm going into the battle what am I going to do? And when the play starts, it's like, okay, well, that there's a blitz coming out of nowhere. It's like, all right, now I totally switched up my game. And it's like I'm playing it in that like, Madden mindset, where it's like, okay, here comes a fucking goddamn spike. I mean, it's a, way more, way more challenging. But it's like I, I'm playing that same mindset where it's like I, I'm reading the field, I'm reading the coverage, and it's just like I love that. Right? I'm like, I'm fucking nail. Like when when you nail it, it feels fantastic. I have cussed more playing this game than I've ever cussed probably playing game since the last doom but it's been <laughs> and there's been multiple times where i'm just like i'm playing it like because um, there's like these um you get this purple key i can remember with the call there's these gates you can open up you can like you earn like um more points for your suits and batteries to unlock stuff at the fortress of doom where you go in between levels and like there's this there's like extra like waves of enemies you can fight and there's like this i can't remember it's like the purple ones though and you fight them and it's just a way more challenging wave of enemies like you're fighting multiple of bigger bot like heavy demons and stuff too and I'm just like I was I was playing one today I'm just like I'm audibly like what the fuck man <laughs> there's like six of them coming at me I'm like are you fucking kidding what there's more of them and I finally I'm like oh my god and then I turn around and like I see three more pop for me like fuck me it, it's like I, I'm loving this game it's so goddamn and challenging but it is testing my patience which I love like but it's, just, it's that same thing where it's like I die but it's not my fault or it, it's my fault. It's not their fault. It's my fault. Like, okay, cool. It's like now I know how to attack them a little better. Now I know it's coming. So I'm going to get a little bit. It's like like I was playing that Blood Roots the other day. It's like you learn to attack them in a pattern. And then you get that pattern and you attack them. But you just don't stop. You just got to keep fucking moving. You can't stop. Like, Blood Roots, same thing. I kept Playing that game, Blood Roots, before this, might have been a good thing because it's it a fast paced game. And you got to stay on top of that shit. And it, it's the same thing in this where it's like you, like I said, you, you stop, you die. And it took me a little bit. That first couple levels, I was dying a lot. Like, a lot more. Like, a lot more in the, in the sense that, like, not because there were so many enemies that were coming at me, but I was just like, I'm playing, like, I'm playing, like, I'm moving for the sake of moving, you know, like, I know, I, I know, I can't stop, you know, I gotta keep moving. So I'm just moving, but with no plan of attack. I'm just fucking scattering around, dashing around, jumping all over the place like a madman, just holding down the R2 button, shooting like crazy with no plan of attack, you know. And it's like now, if I'm playing, I'm six level, six level levels in, it's fucking hard as shit. Cause there's more enemies, more big bosses and they've thrown a lot more new enemies at me, but it's like, I am learning to like, all right, I'm, I'm dashing, but I have, there's a reason for my dash, you know, like I, there's a reason for myself and you get more power ups, get stronger, you get add more abilities. Like you don't, it totally changes the way you play this game. So I'm loving the fuck out of this game. Like it is, um, definitely like they, it feels like the, a good progression of it's, it's not, it's more doom, which is what I wanted. And they have had a little bit more to it, which I love quite a bit. Like, and that, and, and, yeah it's it's fucking it's great like the hook shot thing was a big thing they talked about i'm not really using the hook shot you get it with the with the double shotgun um i'm not using that as much as they kind of pushed it in the uh in like the the preview stuff but yeah it's oh man i fucking love it. i adore this game this is it, is it is exactly what i wanted
0: it is much more of, of an intelligently evolved form of doom definitely yeah it definitely kind of makes me feel like uh It definitely makes me kind of feel like (laughs) that I want to go through and just kind of like dissect the game really from like what each different types of enemy like waves that are going through, you know, and just it makes me think more methodically about the choices that I use. And you were bringing up good points in terms of how you have to kind of strategize. What weapon goes through and takes out which enemy? Which, inside the tutorials and stuff, for like those little spider drone things with the freaking guns on their top of their heads and stuff, you have to use that zoom option, that modification with your assault rifle in order to try to get that thing destroyed and like go through and to just damage the brain portions of that damn thing before it starts popping up and this and that. Oh my gosh, it's just so much to go through and process, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun to go through and discover what enemy goes through and it's weak against what. And I'll tell you what, a lot of my time I'm just fucking meleeing, executing things, you know, because I finally get them going one, two, and all of a sudden, okay, this guy's going, this guy's going. Then all of a sudden it's like, the the main thing I try to look for is like I try to get, the, get out of the way, like the, the weakest waves first, and then I progressively go through and focus on the next strongest thing that goes through and try to engage me, and then I go through the next strongest thing. So I try to get the annoying enemies out first before I yeah. try to focus on the big spider bots and this and that. Oh my gosh!
1: But there, there's that there's that balance you are going to find out too. Where like there's that cannon fodder that you can kill with a couple shots and stuff like that. But it's like you might need them as the battle progresses. Like you so like I'll I'll make sure like the ones that can shoot flames at you I'll kill I'll knock those ones out. But there's like the little zombie ones that just kind of walk around. Like that has to be have to get close to melee. So much of a threat. No. No, but like I'm gonna keep those around because I might need I might need ammo later. Or I'm gonna or I might need health later. It's like those are the guys I'm gonna need. Like because like that, that's what I, I in the beginning. Because, like I said in the first game, like I almost never used the—I I completely forgot I had a chainsaw for the most part of that game It's like the last couple levels where I'm like, "Oh shit, I, I need that." And um, so, like now in this one, like you have to have it. It's like they've done a good job where they figured out like what people weren't using. It's like well, now we're gonna make you use this shit, and it's like almost like a punishment. It's like, "Oh, you guys didn't fucking use your shit last time? Well, we ain't taking it <laughs> out. We're gonna force you to fucking use it." And they're making me use it, and, and it's doing—it's going really great. It's challenging as shit, but it's going really great.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh Tyler there is so much awesomeness though for just going through Doom Eternal and I'm much looking forward to trying to play I've had more of this game experience more of the weapons more of the bosses and everything it's it is an experience in and of itself and to be perfectly honest based upon how much I'm enjoying it I could probably try to go through and try to play it again on another difficulty because it yeah. is definitely got that one more game type of feel huh.
1: yes exactly yeah and, uh, yeah, I'm playing on the second one. Um, I think it's going to hurt me plenty. Like, it is hard. I'm dying a lot. Um, so, uh, there's like yeah, five I'm trying to stick difficulties. <laughs> yeah, there's five, and there's a sixth one where you play with the extra lives. Because there's, there's, like, lives you can find yeah. now, so it's kind of cool. Yep. So you find them scattered at the level, and if you die at that point, you have extra life. You just respawn right there in the middle of the fight, which is great. So you don't have to reset the whole thing over again. But uh, there's one, yeah, that if you die, you have to reset the whole level if you run out of lives. Oh, yeah. So fuck that. I ain't doing that one. <laughs> so, oh
0: my god. Yeah,
1: even on if you put it on easy, I ain't doing it. Fuck that.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, they're uh good good week for gamings uh for gaming. So that's been great. Uh, it kind of works out a little bit. You know, I mean we got the we got a little bit of the we've had some good news, a lot of news over the last few weeks. Well, now we're kind of you know it's flipping, which I'm fine with because I'd rather have Doom to play than a bunch of news to talk about. Very so true. um, let's we'll start with the first thing, most importantly, Fast Fierce Crossroads probably get delayed cables oh yeah um with fast furious 9 getting delayed whew, that one hurts the soul the most of all um because it got pushed out it got pushed out from may to next april because everything going on mm. they're saying the game might get delayed as well because they want to like release it with the game which that fucking sucks um i hope that doesn't happen because i need some fast furious my life cables new fast furious fucking love fast furious so i, I just want to throw that out there there's not really any reason for rather than my personal thing. But moving on. Um so Gables, um I don't know if you know this, but uh GameStop sucks. <laughs>
0: I've known that for years. But yeah. <laughs> how yeah. much yeah. does Go it subtitler? Tyler? <laughs> uh, quite a
1: bit. Uh quite a fucking bit. Uh so um pretty sure what's going on. They have rectified it a little bit over the last twenty four hours. But uh they're going through they were not closing they were not shortening hours. They were not letting people uh, they don't. They weren't offering people benefits to stay home or anything like that. There's a lot of businesses doing that. Don't get me wrong, but this is a gaming show. This is a gaming store. That's where we're talking about. It. Right. Um, but uh, they weren't. The, uh, the employees were having to go buy their own like hand sanitizers and cleaning products because the store was the store wasn't giving them enough to do what they need to do or the right ones to clean everything. Um, and then like California went uh, to a stay at home, uh, not just stay at emergency, but it's like only essential stores need to be open. Like uh, like uh, grocery stores, things like that, like things that yep. like, restaurants that are doing carryout dining. Like if you have food, you could stay open in banks. That's pretty much it. And, care- and yep. daycares. And they were telling police were coming to the stores, trying to shut them down. They said, no, we're not shutting down. Allegedly. We're like making hourly employees going to say, no, we're essential business. We have to stay open. Um, really shitty going on, uh, putting these people, at, people at risk and come to find out like, like there's a lot of kids that go there. And a lot of kids off that aren't at, aren't at school right now, and like the, the fact that it took them so long, like they like it, days later they decided like oh we're gonna turn demo units off. It's like that should be one of the first fucking things you did. Turn off demo units. Like hey, what's the things people are gonna touch the most? Fucking the demo. You unit. know, I used working. I used to work at a game store, so I remember like every day around the time school got out in the weekdays, we had to go and unplug our demo units because kids would just come in and want to play the, you know, whatever games we had and every day. The same kids would come in. Or even like and there'd be like a line of kids want to just go fucking play the games for an hour or so for them. Yeah. and so it's like I know a lot of kids want to play that play the shit. And there's multiple Game Stops, so um, had that happen. Finally, they just now, just yesterday, after a week of, of people trashing them and all the bullshit going on, in the state finally shut them down. The state of California actually had to go in and make them make them shut down. It wasn't they didn't decide; they were forced to. Now they've decided to. They're they're gonna offer uh, employees some pto because they will not uh, get they didn't get pto in, at all either right um, and then um, also now they're doing all you when you, you everything is gonna be digital and mailed to your house or if you go there you have to pay for it in advance and then go up and they'll like take it to your door to your car door or you they walk out and they hand it to you at the doorway so now they're no longer blind people come in and like some stores were doing like oh, only 10 customers at a time shit like that but um, this is just we were talking about this before, before the show like with our own personal frustrations with things going on, like with other places that aren't gaming related, um, that you know this one hits you know for a for a gaming related podcast, this one hits really close. Yeah, and it's it just does. it's frustrating. You you're seeing this a lot more. It's like the greed of companies over the health health like the well being of their cus of their customers and more importantly, their fucking employees.
0: Exactly. That's absolutely ridiculous, especially with a company like GameStop, which fully knows they're this close. They are very close for that entire company folding. And what do they go through and try to spend things to do? They try to put their workers, the ones that have their livelihood, their blood, try to go through without any type of protection, negligent in terms of hand sanitizers or basic cleaning materials. Employees have to be forced to buy their own materials in order to disinfect things. And on top of that, they were trying to tell – they were actually going through and telling their associates to go through and convince police, no, we're a central retailer, and try to give them freaking number to the corporate shit. Yeah, That in of itself is not in any type of human morality right in any way. That is complete greed, and that's complete bullshit, in which I'm very glad in the case for California, or actually in the case of Pennsylvania, or even in the case of everything else – when the police are going through and actually saying, no, this shit has to be shut down now. And now all these different stores across the states are actually closed. And GameStop, a day later after word got out that they're not closing their stores in that regards. And all the backlash against that. Because of that that leaked conference call. Mm-hmm. Which, basically, the higher-ups are trying to explain to like the uh, store leaders and stuff why. And not explaining anything. Because I heard this conference call. I listened to this conference call this like this 40 minute dribble of them going in just dancing around the damn like subjects and stuff not really answering anything but pretty much scared a whole bunch of their store leaders and associates so bad that a lot of them went through and protested and quit in that regards in response and so now after all this backlash now after the government the actual state legislatives for places like pennsylvania california saw what GameStop is doing in Philadelphia's case, took away their license in that state just to prevent this from going on. You know, I'm glad that GameStop is shut down right now because that's absolutely ridiculous. But GameStop being GameStop, they're doing one further. They're going through and having the options for people to have the games that they order online dropped off at their door, you know, in case mm-hmm. of, like, uh, their store associates that are, you know, not working right now, try to get them going into the public even more and try to get that stuff going, but at the same point, it's like inside of the general consensus around the United States and around the world right now, you don't want to be outside. You want to be inside because you're trying to keep away all this infected stuff for the whole like uh, the whole the virus and everything else that's going around. You know, it's like the last thing you need to do is be exposed or exposing yourself to different people. If you're sick or if you can't go into work or in some, if it's a place of like value in terms of, like say if you're serving people with food and you're sick, you stay home. There's no in between. It doesn't matter what your boss says, it doesn't matter what any type of like say corporate thing tells you otherwise. If you're sick and you know for a fact that people are getting sick and you are exposing them to certain things like that, you stay home regardless of that stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just gets me all riled up a bit. But at the same time, it's like basic human morality. There's a lot of companies that don't have that. That's just how I feel about it.
1: No, and it's definitely, you're learning a lot about uh, society and companies and stuff like that um, over the last week or so. And it's just, yeah, it's rushing. it's like, there's small businesses that like literally cannot afford to like They're one of a kind stores. Right. They're probably not going to be able to reopen their doors unless. Right, and that's understandable. It's like I understand, like GameStop. It's a it's the writings on the wall. It's going to be a blockbuster. It's it's going to be the next blockbuster in the next three to five to ten years. Like we know it's going away, but you're not going to go away tomorrow. So it's like, do what's best for everybody now. It's like, oh, well, we fixed it now, but it's like too little, too late. It's like exactly the only reason you're doing this is because like is because bad PR. Like if that's your only reason you're doing it is like you're not doing this because you care. You're doing this because of, of money, and like, I get like everybody's in a rough position where they gotta find a way to not lose. You know, you gotta kind of I, I you know you gotta find the buck. You gotta make sure you're still making something. I get that. Like, but it's it's just fucking think about people. You know, it's frustrating. Exactly. It's like. W- yeah, if you don't need to go out don't go out you know it's like these people work at a goddamn game store they shouldn't have to go out i'm not trying to undercut them and say they don't they don't matter but it's like in times like this like we love video games we, we talk about video games every week but it's like we don't you know it's like with digital gaming nowadays it's like we can we'll be fine you know and i, I get well, yeah. that's probably what they're worried about is like we don't want everybody to go digital gaming it's like this is just going to speed up the our our demise but it's just yeah, you gotta do what's best, and it's like I think that's gonna what they've done in the last week is gonna hurt more than anything the coronavirus could have done to them. Oh no, shit! Like I think that uh, honestly, that's my that's my personal point. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the way I feel. Um, so yeah, shit. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Yeah, it's like economy. The economy is more important than people's lives is what it feels like um, going on lately um, when you listen to certain people talk. But um, moving on to uh, some other news here we might be seeing three new call of duty games over the next 12 months cables
0: oh god
1: well four actually if you oh. include call we just had call of duty Warzone just came out with like last week or two weeks ago yep um so stuff coming out there's this is about the time of the year where the call of duty leaks all come out and they're always right so the new call of duty this year is going to be a black ops remake a remaster not a remaster but a, a kind of a redone a reimagining kind of like what modern Warfare was this past year where it's like or, whereas rebooting the whole franchise, it's going to be kind of—it's the Cold War era. Uh, we're going to use some of the same characters. The story going to be somewhat the same, but it's going to you know, there's going to be some changes. Um, we're going to get that uh, Modern Warfare 2 uh, remaster is uh, coming out uh, over the next—who knows when? But sometime here, sometime oh this year God. is the plan. But this one won't be hidden behind a paywall, where the original remaster of Modern Warfare was hidden. You got to buy the Ultra Edition, whatever the eighty dollars edition, to get it. Uh, this one is going to be like its own individual thing. Who knows how much it's going to cost. Probably um, 60 bucks. <laughs> I hope it's like, it should be 40 and just 40 and put all the maps on it. I like, think it'd be ridiculous. And then there's going to be another plans for another free to play call of duty game coming out next spring. Um, so I don't know. Like you're not the biggest call of duty guy. I know that I'm, I like to play the campaigns when they're good, you know, um, but I I don't know. We we keep talking about every year we talk about uh, eventually Call of Duty. And I've talked about the beginning. Of this, like you look back the episode, like the first 10 episodes, I'll probably talk about how like Call of Duty is going to be the next. It's going to be Madden. It's like it's going to be a big deal when it comes out, but it's not going to be like eventually it's not going to be that big. Like the whole world stops. Like now we're talking about Call of Duty. And that's somewhat true. Like it's not the big, big event. Like when Call of Duty's come out, it was a fucking holiday for gaming. And it's not that so much anymore. It's no. still the big one, probably one of the bigger days of the year for gaming. From a from uh, it's just
0: moment. another game release at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean it's bigger than all of them though. It's the biggest game of the year probably comes out almost every year still. Yeah. You know, um, but it's always one of the two or three highest selling games every year. Um, yeah, it's not that national holiday that it used to be. Um, so I don't know. I just I wonder like. This is this feels like definitely we're at the point like it's just crazy though it's like we talked about forever it's like eventually they're gonna slow down a little bit it's gonna be like Madden used to be a big holiday you know but now it's like it, over the last fifteen years or so it's kind of turned to it's a big game release but it's not you know the biggest game release same with you know FIFA to a certain extent um, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering though like at a certain point like when do we get overkill like you know like when people talk about one a year was too much and now we're talking about getting four in twelve months and we have three more still coming out possibly in the next nine ten eleven months. It's like I, I, and especially like Warzone's not a big deal. It's free to play. It's and if you have Modern Warfare, that that mode is in that game. So it's just like, hey, we're just taking this mode it's in the game, we're making it free to play. So it's, that's not a big thing. And but it's like now, not only we're we getting the next big Call of Duty game, which sounds I, I'm interested. In, I love Black Ops. Um, I love Modern Warfare too. But I really like the original Modern Warfare. Uh, and I remember I went back and played it a few years ago when they remastered it. I'm just like, this doesn't hit the same way it did in what was it 2007. So well, I don't... No,
0: because back in two thousand and seven, Call of Duty four Modern Warfare was a huge thing because it was that next game that yeah. uh, quintessentially was a huge hit on Xbox okay. Live that yeah. spewed a lot of people to go through and play concurrently. So yeah. years later, when the same game unleashes, it doesn't have the same impact because quintessentially it's now just another game that you can play online. That's a military shooter that's been oversaturated for years. So it's like,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the. It, Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2 were like, those are like game changers. And like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool to see if it's, it comes out at a decent price. I'd like to check it out maybe. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's just it's too much. I'll I feel tell you like what. This, I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go. Go ahead.
0: I'll tell you what. I'm more excited about Call of Duty Black Ops only because for mm-hmm. one, that's one of the few games that I actually went through inside of the Call of Duty and completed. I actually went through and uh, played that game alongside world of war and i believe that those are the only two call of duty games i believe i think i've finished huh. but uh in terms of black ops and stuff i'm more interested in seeing if they'll have all the dlc maps including the whole like uh, four player is where you get to face off against guys like say uh oh wait a minute i'm getting it back to, i'm actually getting back uh some bits of memories here there were some dlc packs for black ops which i really oh, enjoyed yeah.
1: That was like the only one I ever bought. All the D- that was the only one I bought the DLC. Uh, I agree because the nah, DLCs were plan. actually fun.
0: There was the whole yeah. thing with zombie like George Romero. That was yep. one, and then the other one was the whole presidential things with like with Nixon, Gore. I think it was like Nakamura, yeah. JFK, JFK, and Fidel cool. Castro. <laughs> yeah with that zombie horde that was the only reason why i still consider black ops to be one of my absolute favorite like uh, call of duty games is because the main campaign was solid i love the gameplay mm-hmm. i love the elements of the story and the whole things with like the uh, cold war actually with vietnam i think it was currently as well but i absolutely love the dlc with that where i had the option to go through with the waves the bunch of friends and stuff back of the old sg days that's exactly what i did i joined some games played a bit of, like, the waves and stuff for the whole, like, spiritual, like, presidential four, you know, with Nixon, like, Noctomara, JFK, Fidel Castro, and stuff like that, and then when I wanted to go through and try to get more of the zombie modes, I played that George Romero map with, like, with playing as, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and the dude that played, like, the dude from Nightmare on Elm Street, and this and that, you know, it was, those, that was a fun experience playing back then. And if it has that sort of same element where if it's a remaster of the original Black Ops and it has that DLC, I'd be more prone to buy that. Because that's a bit of nostalgia, and that's going to create some bunch of fun times, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: I, I'd love that they brought back some of those maps, because those are still some of the best maps to me. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm curious, just because I love that Cold War era. And I like Black Ops 2 was okay, 3 was, and 4 were just like, 4 had nothing to do with, <laughs> with Black Ops. But shit happened. But 3 was just awful. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious, like, how it's going to go. Like, I mean, because Call of Duty is still very much, like, I think even more so than ever is now more of that casual audience, gaming audience than it is than it was yeah. back. Because, like, that was a game that we all bought just because all our friends had it. And I was like, we want to yeah, play with the friends. Much. We got to buy this game. That's not just the case so much anymore. Now there's a million games that come out. We could, There's always a game that we can probably find and we can play it with each other. Got so it. I feel like, so I'm wondering how much of that, more of that casual audience, that hardcore casual Call of Duty audience. I don't know how you want to put it, but I think everybody gets what I'm trying to say. But um, I'm curious, like how much are they willing to put out to like, I think they're going to sell great because it's a new Call of Duty game and everybody looks at Modern Warfare 2 with rose-colored glasses uh, for good reasons, but I mean, there's the reason why it's one of the greatest games of all time. But um, mm. yeah, I, I think they'll sell great, but I'm wondering like how this will, depending on price points, how this is going to affect the future of this franchise, especially if we get another... Call of Duty free-to-play game next year.
0: I'll be perfectly like, honest uh, with uh, you. I kind of feel like it's going to definitely be a positive in terms of sales-wise, but in terms of fatigue, it's going to be the point with some people that uh, it's way too much Call of Duty in one year where yeah. it's well, going to be fatiguing those that are longtime fans, in my personal yeah. opinion.
1: Well, and gaming audiences, like with all the big online games that come out, like gaming audiences are split now more than ever. Oh, yeah. So now it's like you're splitting that, your own audience up more. So it's I'm curious how it's going to go. I mean, maybe if they have a good-sized audience, they can sustain that. I don't know. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But moving on to uh next topic here. So we, we spent a lot of time last week talking about the Silent Hill rumors where uh, Konami and uh, PlayStation are working together about either buying yeah. the franchises outright or at least working together so they can make uh, the next Silent Hill game, blah, blah, things like that. Came out today, uh, Konami came out and said, these are absolutely not true. So, yeah. Um, uh. Pretty disappointing, you know. Obviously, because like yeah. we, we like a lot of us, including you, you and I, we went crazy. It's like, imagine if Kojima can make a Metal Gear game. Like we all went like crazy. We went more than just Silent Hills. Like imagine, oh yeah, no if doubt. these people can make this game. So it's, um, I don't, know. I don't have much more to say other than it's, it's, it sucks. Like, you, you get your hopes up for the first time in a long time, you know, and it's like, ah, fuck. It's like, damn it. It's like you just you, you saw hope, you felt hope, and it's gone. You know, and who knows? Maybe, I don't, like, I don't, I'm in that, still in that part where maybe it's not over. Like, I, it took me a long time to get over. Maybe it's not over with Dr. Miller, Cell 5 and after PT got canceled or the Silent Hills got canceled. Yeah. And now I have that in my head. Like, for, as you know, for the last few years, like, ah, it's over. It's never happening. But now it's still in my head now again. Like, well, maybe it could still happen. Maybe this rumor, this fake rumor has spawned that maybe these talks will happen. And I have that in my head and I know I shouldn't, but I can't help it.
0: I'll tell you what, it's only, regard just the one last thing and that's fuck konami
1: yeah fuck yeah definitely fuck konami <laughs> yeah konami sucks uh, but uh, moving on to uh, i think we'll make this our last one okay uh, but uh i don't know the, the nintendo nindies we we talked about the rumor last week there's gonna be uh, a nintendo nindies on march 18th end up being one on the 17th uh there's supposed to be another big direct this week sometime but it's tuesday as this recording so you gotta think tomorrow's the last day for them to probably announce a yeah. direct before they won't happen this week. But I, I think it's, I still think it's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, the the Nindies event happened. Um, what did you what do you think of it? Did you have anything coming out of that that you want that you were curious about?
0: Well, to be perfectly honest, there wasn't really anything too eventful that I saw. You know, I mean, Hello Games did like uh, showcase a game that they were working on that was kind of interesting. But at the same point, there really wasn't a lot of big showcase announcements like in terms of say for indie games most wise. I mean this time last year we got the reveal of Cuphead inside of uh come to Switch. But for this year yeah, Cadence of High Rule. Yeah, Cadence of Hyrule as well. Good point. But for this year we basically got this uh this indie project that Hello Games, the creators of No Man's Sky we're working on, plus we got the whole uh sequel to Enter the Gungeon called Exit the Gungeon, which is mm. released now on the eShop and it's only like ten bucks, so it's like Maybe. On top of that though, it's like there's just a lot of projects that uh it just did not like sit well with me, honestly. I did not really spark any interest in me wanting to go through and play them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Where like you talk about the you know, Cuphead coming was a big deal. You know, it was kinda of leaked earlier, but it was still cool to see. Um the Cadence Art rule, that was really exciting. And then there was like Creature of the Welk that came out of it and I was like, that was a big game that came out for me. And, and this one, one it's yeah, and see, every year there's usually you know they've only done like I think done, like three or four of these uh, and every year there's, like, one or two that stand out to me. I think that's the point. They show off, like, 25, 30 games. It's like, we want a couple to stick out to you, and that's usually the case. Like, usually two or three. I'm like, I want to check those out. And, you know, this you know this past uh, this past one, I'm just like, yeah, and the, like, Baldo looks kind of cool. It's like that zelda S style game. Uh, there's one, I can't, the name spaces me, like, there's one that looks like the platforming of, like, a Mario 3D game, but uh-huh. the combat of more of, like, a like a Link's Awakening style right i'm like that looks like a, i can't it's fucking it was, like, it was like the first game shown too i can't remember what it's called but i'm like that game looks like it could be cool um but like nothing there wasn't that big thing to come out like x is the gun came out like that looks i I'm, i should say it looks cool to me but I'm like, that's that's but that's a big deal i think for a lot of people um but yeah i was just like i came out of it I was like yeah yeah that's fine but i, I know it's to each because i think uh there's probably a lot of people that came out i thought there was a lot of great games out of it and i hope that's the case because like I love that these things happen. I want these to keep happening. I wish we got more of these uh, kind of events because there's a lot, you know, we've seen there's more games released now than ever. And I think a lot of great, a lot more great games come out more than ever. But it seems like we're now, we're kind of losing that that middle, you know, a lot, that lower, I don't want to say lower tier, but you know what I mean? Like that lower and the big, t- lower budget games. And I feel like those games are going away more and more so. And now they're like, the bigger indie games are now like, Kind of knocking down the, the the what they were before, like it looked like the limbo when those yeah. guys uh, when Play Dead comes out the game, it's like that's a fucking big ordeal. That's bigger than an indie game. And it's like the, they were just a small fry guy that got a break and they became huge, you know? Yeah, and it's like it feels like they're on like their own echelons of indie games, and it's like everybody else is down here. And I, I hope that we can kind of find that middle ground again. We can bring some other people up because you don't you don't see that too much anymore. I feel like I feel like we're Not losing really. that. So. Yeah, I don't know. Not coming out of that. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else before we move out, We get out here, Gables, you want to talk about?
0: Mm. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't have really anything more to share. Just uh, <laughs> kind of a reiteration of what I was saying before, where it's like interested in doing little bits of speed running here and there. Not quite 100% sure what I want to go into. But at the same point, just want to kind of like throw it out there that, uh, yeah, I do have a Twitch channel at Colonel Gables and stuff that uh, I haven't really done any much of streaming throughout this year so far but uh due to circumstances and stuff like that i could be being on there a little bit more often because i want to showcase people that i do play little bits of like games other than animal crossing or doom eternal and stuff hell maybe you'll see me go through and try to speed run attempt games you know it's it everything is open right now is what i'm saying there's different projects there's different things i want to attempt so I'm basically at the point where I want to toss things against the wall and see what sticks. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's cool, man. Uh, yeah, so check them out. Um, I'm just playing a lot more Doom in my pajamas there you go. Uh, than I originally intended to, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, um, stay inside. You know, be safe, guys. Don't leave the house when you have to. Obviously, key things everybody's saying, but i right him here. You're not going to be able to escape it. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show. Um, if you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook uh, page and group, Drunk Dash Nerds, on there. On Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, check us all out, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Uh, follow, subscribe, five stars, thumbs-ups, whatever you got to do. Leave comments, blah, blah, on from there. Check us out in all those places. Uh, more likely, if, if you do that, tell people about us. More likely is that people can see us and more downloads we get. So really appreciate if you go check us on all those places. Um, until next time I'm your host I was Tyler
0: and I have been Colonel Gables so until next time everyone I hope you guys stay safe hope you guys wash your hands and do whatever it is to keep yourself happy and healthy and to be perfectly honest to be quite honest with everybody at the end of the day thank you for everybody for listening to our latest episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast
1: yeah and uh, be good to each other yeah well, be good don't take all the toll, don't be a yeah. But, uh, yeah, cables. Yeah. Social distancing, too sweet.
0: <laughs> Social distancing, too sweet. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>